This is the Earn More as a Life Coach podcast with Victoria Gibson, episode 12. Welcome to Earn More as a Life Coach with Victoria Gibson, the marketing resource for life coaches who want to transform more lives with their coaching and earn more while they do it. Hello, how are you this week? Well, we just had another statewide lockdown imposed here in Victoria, Australia. Yet, for the first time, I'm kind of happy after about six months of lockdown last year because I actually have to move house this weekend. So, I was going to be a homebody anyway, but let's hope this lockdown sticks to seven days. But we'll see how we go. It was pretty tough to see this week as well. I'm in a coaching mastermind and they had a live retreat and event in New York and we had to kind of all patch in virtually from across the world really, but there are a big group of people who are able to go because it seems like a lot of travel and events have returned in the US. The good thing about not having much of the virus in Australia has been that, you know, we've been able to move about and have some freedom for some months now, but it does mean we're not allowed to travel internationally. So had to watch that one from afar, but hey, as far as things go, I've been very, very lucky. So not complaining at all. But let's dive into today's episode, which is the do's and don'ts of pricing as a life coach. Now, the price you charge for your life coaching services will illuminate the value of what you do, the incredible impact your coaching has, and shift the perception you have of what coaching with you is actually worth. It's such a cornerstone of who we are and how we show up in business that it requires your awareness and focus. Otherwise, it really can bring all your marketing undone and prevent you from building a sustainable life coaching business. Now, there are many ways to fail at price strategy, and here are some of the key ones. Number one is pricing by industry norms. Number two, excess concern about competitors' lower prices. I know a lot of life coaches indulge in that one. Number three, attracting customers who invest based on price alone. Okay, so these are the ways that you're going to be failing at price strategy if you do any of these. Four is the belief about what they'll pay. So pricing according to what you think that your market or clients will pay. Big mistake. Number five, commoditizing your offer that allows for apples to apples comparison so that they can start shopping around looking at you like a commodity rather than a amazing opportunity. Number six is not offering premium price options. Number seven is ignorance of basic business math. So not knowing how many clients you actually need to create a sustainable business moving forward. And number eight is your poor self-esteem or business esteem and feeling that your lack of experience or success means that you don't deserve more. So if you're making any of those pricing mistakes, it's time to think about how to position yourself as a prize. Start valuing the transformation that you can create. Because one of the most unpleasant discoveries to be made has to do with your own thoughts (laughs) rather than specific price strategy. Thoughts are what stops us from making price strategy that works and creates a sustainable business and attracts the right clients and 
that we feel great about too. Because so many life coaches are looking for the perfect price to charge. But when they are told a specific price, which I do regularly (laughs) tell my clients specific prices, they often come up with many reasons why it's too much, their audience won't pay that, their competitors don't charge that much, or they don't know if they're ready to charge that yet. Like perhaps they think they haven't got the experience or some sort of version of that. And there's no point in seeking price tactics like understanding how do I run a promotion, a discount, an incentive until you get clear on all your current thoughts about pricing and understand that your fear-based ideas and self-imposed limitations will lead to marketing and selling mistakes. And although this is a really big topic to cover and one I go into much greater detail in my Coach Co. Life Coach Marketing Accelerator, I want to share some more practical pricing do's and don'ts with you today. And I'm sharing these as they relate to offering the type of high-end coaching packages I suggest you offer as a life coach. And I talk more about this approach in episode 11. So if you haven't had a chance to listen to that, I suggest you go back and do that. But here goes with some pricing do's and don'ts to remember as a life coach. Don't use words like price, cost, buy, or discount. Do always say invest or investment. Otherwise, you risk coming across like a commodity or something in the bargain basement rather than a premium choice. Don't Discuss the price with a client until you're sure they're a fit and you actually want them as a client because price will dictate their decision and you would rather that price is a consequence of their decision rather than the driver of it. Do get clear about the type of person you want in your program and definitely listen to your intuition about who is and who is not a fit. This is really, really important. Because what it does is allows you to not be swayed by who is ready to say yes. You become in control of curating your clients. And that is a powerful position to be in. And it is one in a way that should be irrelevant of price, but it allows you not to be swayed. Okay, stay true to what your client mandatories are. Don't allow a client to negotiate their payment terms or payment method outside what you offer. How you handle payments sets a tone for your credibility throughout your client relationship with them. So when you clearly state what needs to take place, which you should do when you're making any kind of offer or having a client say yes to you, then by allowing them to negotiate on this, you're really taking yourself out of the position of the alpha in the relationship or being in control of your offer. Now, when I say alpha, I mean benevolent alpha, okay? This isn't some dictatorship or arrogance that you'd express in your business, but really you want to be making sure that you are setting clear boundaries and giving clear direction on how they can show up as a great client and how you're going to be an amazing coach. Don't undercharge as it devalues your credibility and reputation. People respect what they pay more for and it is a way better reflection of your value. I know a lot of people think, but the lower price I charge, it makes it easier for people to say yes to working with me, but that's not necessarily the case because often it clouds the value of what you offer rather than enhances it. Do remember that your clients aren't investing in you. They are investing in themselves through you. 
The price you charge is not a measure of your worth as a human, so please do not fall into having that thought. Don't base your pricing on the time you spend individually with clients. Clients are investing in results, attention, outcomes, and accountability to move forward, not in hours or time spent with you. Don't decide what someone can or cannot afford. You have no idea how powerfully someone can step up when it's for something that they really, really want. So putting judgment in advance on a client's or a potential client's capacity to pay will keep you stuck at limiting your conversions and limiting the number of clients that you welcome in. Make no mistake about that. You cannot climb into their wallet and uncover how much money they have, what access to money they do have, and what motivation they have to invest or not invest. So save that judgment and show up powerfully with the right offer for the right kind of client. Do adopt the mindset of holding your clients as powerful no matter what, even if they want to drop out of a program, cancel or delay their payments. You'll be surprised how often this mindset will help you coach your client to make new empowered decisions that turn the situation around. These kind of discussions that will come up, they're inevitable, okay? And when you move into the thought that they've done the wrong thing, they're flaky, they can't make it, or maybe you fall into thinking it's your program or you or you've done the wrong thing, then you disempower your client and you disempower yourself. Now, don't post your prices on your website unless it is some kind of online offer that you have a sales page for. That just makes price a key determinant in a decision that your client makes when really it needs to be in you being able to illuminate the true cost of them staying where they are. I'm not suggesting that you manipulate your clients into not having price as a consideration. All I'm saying is that a discussion needs to generally take place or they need to come to a webinar or uncover more about the program and how it can benefit them and how it is the best next step if it is. Don't let price determine that because it can distract from connecting with the real motivation that your client could have. Now, if clients ask you before they have a discussion or a discovery call what the price of your program is, then let them know that it's best to first establish whether the program is a fit before you worry about the investment level. There is no obligation for them to join or do anything. It's just that you'd rather have the discussion about where they're at, what they need, and determine whether it's a fit before you even worry about what the investment level is. Because basically, it's free if they're not a fit because they won't get an invitation. So that's what you want to put across to them. Do consider offering a payment plan as one of your payment options, as this encourages conversions and gives you more opportunity for recurring revenue. Do remember that a payment plan is a courtesy you're offering your clients. They're investing in a program. They're not paying month to month if you have monthly coaching payments, okay? So you want to make that clear. And if they decide, oh, you know, I'm done now, but they've still got monthly payments that they've committed to at the start of an agreement, then you need to hold them to those payments. 
Do ask for payment in full and in advance as per the plan you are offering. So if you do have a monthly payment plan, that's fine, but they pay in the beginning of the month in advance, just like rent at a home or something like that. So many coaches I speak to think that they'll take a deposit or start coaching and then ask for payment at the end once the client discovers whether they like it or not. That's not setting you or your client up for success. So definitely ask for payment in full and in advance as per the plan you're offering. Do accept PayPal and Stripe and absorb the merchant fees for this. I can't tell you how many times I hear from coaches or see it posted in Facebook groups that, oh, there's a 4% charge or a 2% charge for PayPal. So do you pass that on to your clients? No, this is a cost of doing business. You absorb that charge. I know here in Australia, you definitely go to stores and they put the merchant fee on top and they are allowed to do that. But absorb that into your pricing. Make that a cost of business and not something that your clients have to think about. This is an opportunity for you to get paid easily and quickly. And don't forget to set up the recurring payment or subscription opportunities within PayPal and Stripe so that it becomes just like a direct debit for your client. They don't have to receive an invoice, think about the cost of it and go and pay, or you have to chase payments if you just set up a simple subscription option in PayPal or Stripe, which is awesome for ongoing payments. Do let your merchant provider know, like your PayPal or your Stripe, when big changes are coming. If perhaps you have had an uptick in sales or you're doing a particular promotion or launch where you'll be getting more sales coming in, keeping them informed will help you avoid situations of going over monthly limits or having your funds put on hold, which can happen with mainly more with PayPal is that they see unusual activity or they feel like you don't have a track record. So they hold the funds in there for a certain period of time. So open up the communication let them know the average price of your program and if you expect more to be coming in. Do consider not accepting credit cards for higher package investments. Now, when I'm talking about higher package investments, I'm talking $10,000, $25,000, okay? Sometimes what you are exposing yourself to is a chargeback situation where a client may lodge a dispute, decide that they are not getting value or something like that. Look, it it needs to be, obviously, if there is a dispute, needs to be within your relevant consumer legislation there. And obviously, you'll be adhering to all of those regulations. But it does mean that for higher value, you're sort of putting it at risk if a client lodges a dispute, because normally they will err on the side of your client rather than you, and it may affect your credit rating as well. Do always put a time limit on when the package must be completed so that your clients don't postpone and you have the liability of honoring the coaching sessions at a later date. So many times clients, you know, particularly when they have to dig into the big part of a transformation, may resist that. It may be easier for them to think, oh, can I just pause for this time and then I'll come back to it later. What that does is means that you've sold a coaching program at a certain price and then you have to honor it later when maybe your prices have gone up or you're busy or you're at the mercy of their decision on that. So you can have flexibility about postponing sessions if, say, your client was sick or something like that. That's fine. But let them know when the opportunity to postpone those sessions will expire. And one final do. Expect your clients to get into action quickly once they invest in your program. It's often just the motivation they need and now they will be super inspired to make a huge transformation. So really embrace that. Embrace the fact that this is them 
honouring the investment in themselves through you and it's not a reflection of who you are or your experience or your own self-worth or value. When you can follow some of these do's and don'ts, you're going to have a lot more confidence and certainty in the pricing, in what you charge and how you show up in business. So if you've got any questions, come and join me in my free Connect and Convert group on Facebook. You can request to join. It's absolutely free at victoriagibson.com forward slash group and post any of the pricing questions or challenges you may have in there. I love answering questions on this topic and would love to hear from you. Until next time, have a great week. You've been listening to the Earn More as a Life Coach podcast with Victoria Gibson. For more resources to help you get fully booked, and create better results for your clients, head to victoriagibson.com. And if you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review.